0: What's up, Jayhawk Nation? Welcome to this Wednesday edition of Locked on Jayhawks. I'm your host, Sean Kellerman, Learfield IMG College broadcaster and University of Kansas insider. This is Locked on Jayhawks, your daily podcast on the Kansas Jayhawks, giving you insight, numbers, and a chance to hear from all the voices within Kansas athletics. Hope everybody's having a great Wednesday. Of course, getting excited for Saturday's battle 11 o'clock at the Wells Fargo Center in Philly, number one Kansas and number 18 Villanova as the Jayhawks get a test right away with that sparkling new number one ranking as they head up to Philly to take on a team that they've got some history with, a lot of history with in fact in recent years in the Wildcats and as the week winds down we'll go into some of those good memories and some of the bad memories. For Bill Self's team against Jay Wright's team, particularly uh, here in the past four or five years or so. But this show, we're going to focus on a couple different KU players. First segment, we're going to talk and hear from a couple of guys about Silvio De Sousa, a guy who obviously has been through so much during his time at Kansas. It's his junior year, technically, and he has not played as often or as well as many people might have hoped, but maybe things are looking up for Silvio. Second segment, in addition to looking at the top 25, which there are a bunch of games tonight, which will be exciting to watch, and the Big 12, of course, we're going to focus on Devon Dotson. We're going to talk about some of his strengths, some areas he can prove, and then the final segment, Bill Self will talk about Devon as a leader here in this, his sophomore season. Coach will also talk about how, yeah, the the season is 10 games deep, but for him, The season is just starting, so we'll get to hear from Coach Self on that as well. But first, let's talk about Silvio De Sousa. Silvio, this season, if you look at the number just by minutes, look at the minutes he's played this season. He played 20 minutes against UMKC on Saturday, and that's important because that was just the second time all season that Silvio has played 20 or more minutes. In fact... Aside from the Monmouth game, which was a 112-57 victory for Kansas back on November 15th, in which Silvio saw 22 minutes, Silvio has played 11 minutes or fewer in every other game. He's played 11 minutes exactly in three games, and then single-digit minutes in the other five games. So this is a guy who, yeah, we probably unfairly in Jayhawk Nation expected him to come out of the shoot and be a contributor, be the starting foreman, and show us some of the things that he showed the back end of his freshman year, like in the Big 12 tournament, in the NCAA tournament when he was playing the five. But realistically, I mean, Silvio, he's still getting used to playing at the college level. He only played half a season of college basketball. And you add that to the fact that Silvio is basically learning a new position than he learned two years ago. Two years ago, Kansas did not have depth in terms of bigs. They had a very young Mitch Lightfoot off the bench, and then they had Yudoka Azubuki, who luckily was healthy in Doke's sophomore season, but when Doke went out, it was Silvio, who was brand new, straight from high school basketball, and Mitch Lightfoot coming in, exchanging places at the five, and Kansas did went four guards essentially exclusively so Silvio this season along with David McCormick getting used to playing with a healthy Doke. both of those guys at the four spot it's been a little bit different uh, to watch as a Kansas fan but certainly it's been different for these guys trying to learn more of a high low more of an ability to stretch the floor and move around because Doke, when he's in there he's not going to move very far from the basket so It's certainly been a struggle at times for those guys, particularly Silvio, who has become such a fan favorite with everything that he's gone through at Kansas. Well, Silvio did get 20 minutes, maybe had his best game of the season on Saturday, and that hopefully bodes well for this team moving forward because they're going to need him. Kansas talks about punishing people with their size. Well, that includes contributions from David, and from Silvio, in addition to Doke, If Kansas can go three deep with those bigs, that can be a huge force moving forward. In those 20 minutes, Silvio had seven boards to go along with nine points, and he also had three blocks as well. He banked in a three. That was one of the better moments of the day as well at Sprint Center. Devon Dotson is the leader of this team without question, and Devon was asked after the game, hey, how did it make you feel to see Silvio out there contributing?
1: Oh, I was excited. He had me uh, out my chair a lot uh, just from his uh, – you know, he picked it up in the second half um, as far as activity level. Uh, I was blocking shots, uh, offensive rebounding. Uh, I mean, I, it was great to see um, him playing like that. And, um, you know, so hopefully I can springboard him and uh,
0: continue that. I think it was maybe – understood or definitely thought of that the Jayhawks were gonna go with Silvio at the four just because he was a junior where there was so much excitement surrounding him and David McCormick was a sophomore so a little bit younger but David's kind of won that starting spot. Now it doesn't necessarily mean much because Kansas has gone to a four guard lineup many times throughout this season for the majority of games, but I think it's safe to say that McCormick has earned that spot with 28 points and seven boards against Kansas City but Silvio is a guy like I said that Kansas needs to contribute when he's out there we know he's gonna bring the effort the energy he's got a high motor but he's gonna contribute statistically as well and be a force out there rather than just another guy here's Bill Self after the game on Saturday talking about Silvio
1: he was better yeah he's he's better. better you know he's he's he actually is pretty good at, at catching at the high post area and driving it he was able to do that a couple of times and. He made some good blocks down there protecting the rim. So I thought he was better. Maybe maybe that will kind of help
0: jumpstart him. It's going to be a test for Silvio and a test for the Jayhawks when they take on Villanova on Saturday. And Kansas is going to need Silvio to contribute, like I said, when he's on the floor, but particularly in these high-caliber games against quality opponents. And Villanova, they've got Sadiq Bay at over 16 points a game and Jeremiah Robinson-Earl nearly averaging a double-double of 12 and 10. So they've got some bigs that maybe some other teams haven't been able to throw at Kansas. So getting Silvio out there and being able to contribute is going to be key for this team. Next segment, we're going to take a look around the Big 12 and the top 25. We're also going to talk about Devon Dotson. We'll hear from Bill Self. He'll touch on how Devon can get to the line, and he'll talk about one area that he thinks Devon can improve. As well. If you're a Spotify listener, use Spotify Wrapped to show us your top Locked On podcast for the year. Take a screenshot and tag us at LockedOnLive Live and LO underscore Jayhawks on Twitter, and we will share and retweet. This is Locked On Jayhawks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the local experts on the biggest stories. Take a look around the Big Twelve and the Top 25. There was one Big Twelve game last night. Oklahoma lost in Omaha to Creighton 83 to 73. OU got 23 points from Austin Reeves and 21 from Christian Doolittle, whereas Creighton got 20 from Marcus Zagorowski, perhaps the best player in the country that you don't know about. Zagorowski had 20 and 8. They also got... 19-11 out of Tyshawn Alexander. Creighton's got some pieces. I would uh, watch out for them, anybody in the Big East, and come NCAA tournament time as well. They've got some sharpshooters on the outside, and they've got some big guys who can bang down low, so they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. In the top 25 last night, number 5 Ohio State over SEMO, 80-48. to 48. Caleb Wesson had 18-10. and 10. Number 13, Dayton 71, North Texas 58, Obi Toppin 11.7 boards, 6 assists. Number 19, Florida State 98, North Florida 81. Number 22, Washington 81, and Seattle 59. Isaiah Stewart for the Huskies had 27 points and 13 boards. A bunch of games on the slate tonight in the top 25. There's one Big 12 game and its 10th-ranked Baylor. The 8-1 Bears are at UT Martin. Other games: Number nine Virginia is facing Stony Brook. That game in Charlottesville. Twenty one Tennessee is at Cincinnati. Back to back tough games for the Volunteers. Fifteenth ranked Michigan State is at Northwestern. Third ranked Louisville hosts Miami of Ohio. A big time game. Number two Gonzaga is at or is hosting rather unranked North Carolina. UNC just six and four on the year. The number two-ranked Bulldogs are 11-1. One One of the four undefeated teams remaining in the country, number 20, San Diego State, is taking on San Diego Christian. Number six, Kentucky, is facing Utah. That game is in Vegas. And number eight, Oregon, hosts Montana. That's your look around the Big 12 and the top 25. Of course, we'll recap all the action in those games and uh, notable numbers in tomorrow's show. All right, let's focus a little bit on KU's lead man, Devon Dotson. Devon... One of the top point guards in the league, kind of go through his season stats thus far. He's leading the Big 12, scoring 19.6 points a game. He's also pulling down 3.7 rebounds, dishing out 4.8 assists, and he's shooting the ball at a 50% clip. Devon, in terms of three-point shooting, is at um, just under 40%. So Devon, pretty solid season thus far. The three-point shooting has been up and down. But overall, Devon has pretty much done everything for this Kansas team. Now, you can be a little bit surprised by his turnover numbers as Devon is averaging 2.7 turnovers per game. And yes, that is surprising, I would say, but it's not that hard to believe, especially when you look at some of the other top point guards or guys who are thought of as top point guards In the country, Cassius Winston, compared to Devon's 2.7 turnovers a game, the senior from Michigan State is turning it over 2.9 times a game, and Trey Jones of Duke is turning it over 3.4 times a game. Jones does have 7.1 assists on average each game, but Devon Dotson is getting it done. He's got, uh, let's see, almost a 2-to-1 assist-to-turnover ratio. Bill Self thinks that that's... Closer. He, he should be closer to 3-1, to one, but there were a couple games where the turnover numbers were inflated. Six turnovers apiece for Devon against Dayton and Duke in those crazy games for Kansas. But Devon has pretty much done everything for this team. And this team, when he's on the court, they love to get things going offensively. They want to get out and run. And Devon is the best probably in the country, in my opinion, in terms of point guards who can drive downhill and get to the line. One of the reasons that Devon is averaging nearly 20 points a game is his ability to finish through contact, to go in, to get fouled, and then to convert at the free throw line. Here's Coach Self talking about how Devon can get to the line.
1: He's kind of figured that out that he's he, he can get to the free throw line. I think he can do a much better job of rebounding defensively because to me, one, that, one of the easiest ways to get to the free throw line is if if we're in the bonus, is to, you know, rotation, rebound, and block out, and those sorts of things, and get a big guy to climb your back, and that kind of stuff, and, and, and he hasn't done that like I, I think that he can, but, but certainly uh, his ability to get defenders to put their hands on him is, is, is pretty good, and, and a lot of that's just created by his speed.
0: Devon can get to the line. He's done so at least eight times in each of the last three games. He can also convert at the line. Devon shooting at an 85% clip. Highlighted in games against Colorado, Devon was 10 out of 11 from the line. UNC Greensboro, 8 out of 8. See, and that's important because if you have a guy you can count on at the end of the game to sink free throws, then that is going to be huge. Kansas has had that in the past with Devontae Graham and Frank Mason. Ice in their veins when it matters most. I think you could be comfortable with Devon Dotson being able to get it done on that front as well. Other thing that Devon does is get out and run in transition. And one area that Bill Self would like to see not only Devon, but everyone else for the Jayhawks improve in transition is their ability to throw lobs, and maybe not even in transition, but in the half court as well. Whether they're in transition or throughout their normal offense or running a set play, Kansas has struggled a little bit throwing lobs. Here's Coach Self talking about that.
1: The one thing that I don't think he does well at at all, and I don't think our team does at all yet, is throw lobs. I mean – uh, there, there's been numerous times Marcus had dope wide open in charges the other day. Uh, 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 Marcus underthrew it through, although he got fouled, he underthrew Ochai uh, uh, on an easy lob play in the second half. I don't think we do that quite like our other teams have, and that's something that we got to improve on. But, but uh, uh, I, do, I do think Dodd is, has done a pretty good job of getting the ball where it needs to go for the most part. Uh, but he's he's a He's a better finisher than he is. Passer in tight right now, which is not a bad thing for us at all because we need his scoring.
0: Bill Self on Devon Dotson. After the break, we'll hear more from Coach Self talking about KU's floor general. He's gonna talk about where Devon has improved most in this his sophomore season and how Devon has shown more leadership skills as well, kind of taking over the reins of this basketball program despite being just a sophomore and what many people believe will be Devon's final year here at Kansas. Before he goes on to the next level so all that is coming up after the break if you're looking for a last minute fun sports gift for the holidays go to breakingtea.com locked on breaking tea makes sports t-shirts around team's passion moments great for all fans go to breakingtcom locked on and then feel free to search the site for great shirts and fun sports gifts this is locked on jayhawk it's part of the lockdown podcast network your team every day Alright, let's look at our Jayhawks in the NBA from last night. Devontae Graham back out there. The Hornets had a comeback victory over Sacramento, and Dite put up 15 points, four boards, and dished out seven assists. Another good game for DT. Marcus Morris and the Knicks, they won 150, 143 to 120 against the Hawks. That game was in regulations, the most points the Knicks have scored in quite some time in a regulation game. Of course, they have not been very good this year. But Marcus had 22 points in 22 minutes. He also had four boards, dished out two assists in limited time. Kelly Oubre played 29 minutes. The Suns lost to the Clippers, 120-99. to Oubre, though, had 19 points and four boards. Sheck Diallo had two points in six minutes of game action in that one. Games tonight, Joel Embiid and, and the Sixers host Miami. Svee and Keefe and the Pistons host Toronto. Devontae and the Hornets are at Cleveland. All three of those games are at 6. And then a 7 o'clock tip, Andrew Wiggins and the Timberwolves host the Pelicans. So that's your Jayhawks in the NBA outlook. All right, let's uh, talk a little bit more about Devon Dotson. We know that this guy took it all up until the brink of the NBA draft when he was uh, Leaving, leaving KU fans on the edge of their seats at the end of May last year. Is Devon going to come back? And that was one of many questions that Kansas fans had was, all right, what, what, what's going to happen with Doak? What's going to happen with Devon and Silvio? Are we going to get any recruits? And then wouldn't you know what Bill Self puts together, a team that is currently ranked number one in the country. But it didn't hurt that Yudoka Azabuki and Silvio De Sosa and, of course, Devon Dotson were coming back. Devon, the key piece in this team potentially – Having a national title run because of everything he can do in terms of controlling the floor. He can score, he can dish out, he can defend, he can do all that, and he can be a leader. Bill Self is going to talk about that as well. But first, Coach Self is going to touch on where Devon has improved. Kind of an interesting question that Coach touched on at his most recent press conference because Devon is such a good player. He's a guy who's going to be a National Player of the Year candidate, in my opinion. But where has he improved from his freshman year to this, his sophomore year?
1: I think he's actually trying to be a better leader. I think he's talking more. I think he's outside his comfort zone. I don't think he's as – I think he's he's confident where he is, so he's not worried about if he screws up or if I get on him. You know, that stuff doesn't even register to him anymore like it may have last year. uh, uh so I, I i think from an intangible standpoint he's trying uh, you know and, and the other thing is you know he, he he's leading the league in scoring which which is a shocker to me that he would be doing that and and to be honest with you i see him continue continually to to uh to score at the same clip now it may go down a little bit but he's almost averaging 20 a game uh you know t- 10 or nine games in so I, th- I think even though that'll probably drop all stats drop when you get into conference play but uh, uh, I, I think that's the thing that I would say he's improved at the most is just some intangibles and then his confidence to try to score the ball.
0: Coach Self would continue and he'd just talk about how it's so surprising that Devon is leading the league in scoring because that's just not normally how it works with guards in his system he even would say that I'm sure Sharon is thinking that Coach Self would have cut him loose, because Sharon was a better scorer than Devon and Frank, and Sharon obviously didn't lead the conference in scoring, so that's one of those things where you got to trust Devon and trust his instincts, but also, you know, you're kind of letting him go and play, and Devon's getting nearly 20 a game, so that's, Obviously very, very impressive. Other thing Coach touched on was Devon being a better leader and nothing being registered from Devon in terms of worry about Coach Self getting on him or anything like that. Here's Coach expanding on how Devon has become more of a leader.
1: Being positive, coach, uh, uh, being coachable. Not that he was never not coachable, but, but, you know, you get on Devon and then he pouts up, what does everybody see? him you know so I think him 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 taking certain things better but the biggest thing is he's talking more uh uh, I mean he he's talking more in situations that aren't basketball related uh that I think is really good I mean so you know just just things that just practice and talking and 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 I, I think he can become a very vocal point guard before it's all done.
0: And for anybody curious, Sharon's All-American year, his senior year at Kansas, James Anderson led the league in scoring the Oklahoma State Cowboy at over 22 points a game. So Sharon did not lead the league in scoring, but obviously was an All-American, along with Cole Aldrich, Sharon, and Cole. We went from Sharon and Cole to Tyshawn and T-Rob, and now we're at Devon and Doak. And we love uh, Devon leading this team and how important that's going to be, be able to have a guy who you can trust at the end of the game and trust you to get a bucket when you need get a bucket get to the free throw line one of the many things that Devon can do and like coach said he's certainly become a better leader in his sophomore season as well Kansas 10 games deep to the season they're nine and one on the year with a nine game win streak and they're taking that to Philly on Saturday to take on the Villanova Wildcats if you ask Bill self season's just getting underway
1: we're okay but but we'll we'll find out how good we are starting next week you know that that's you don't. You don't ever say the season's just starting because we've had some good games up until this point. But the season's just starting, and and you got 18 league games, and then you got the three non-conference games all against people that can obviously beat you. Uh, you know, that's 21 regular season games in a row with no with no uh, break. So so uh, uh, we're, we'll, we'll find a lot more about ourselves here starting next Saturday.
0: Yeah, that's a, a good way to look at it because 21 games remaining in the 31 game regular season and like coach said there's really not any really any breaks and you're not facing any mid-majors you got villanova stanford and then you got of course the 18 game big 12 slate plus the tennessee game on january 25th and the big 12 sec challenge so a lot of big time programs will be on the docket as always for the jayhawks thanks so much for listening can't wait to preview villanova the next couple days i'm sean kellerman signing off Lockdown jayhawks part of the lockdown podcast network your team every day and rock chalk Jayhawk.